Hi, Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone here. When will you understand that I am a person and not a thing? Look it up. Do something else. Do my eyebrows. Better to say, am I being true to myself? And is this what I want to say? And have I expressed myself the way I want to express myself? I mean, that's what it's all about. You're listening to MLVC, the Madonna podcast. Hi, I'm Nadia Ginsberg. Hey guys, it's Tony, and um, I have two words for Diablo Cody. Call me. <gasps> wow. <No. laughs> well, just wait. Wait on that one real quick, Tony. Hi, everyone. It's Stefan. Welcome to another episode of MLVC, the Madonna podcast, your place for all things Madonna Louise Veronica Ciccone. As you heard, Nadia Ginsberg is back. Hi, Nadia. Hi. Hi, Nadia. I'm very honored to be here to talk about one of my favorite people who I love, but also confounds me and just always keeps me guessing. Yeah. We are going to unpack a whole lot of Madonna. We've got... I swear it's been quite a week to be a Madonna fan, and um, we're just going to get right to a it. Lot. Um, mm-hmm. like oh my Tony, gosh. Ad- like so Tony much. addressed, we there is a rumor that Diablo Cody has quit the Madonna biopic. But breaking well, news! I mean, is it a rumor? Going I mean, to air. Yeah, I was just going to say, is it's, it a rumor? Entertainment Weekly has published a story saying Diablo Cody has not quit. She has just moved on to another Uh, project, which is what I've been saying all along. Like, I think the Sun and the Daily Mail are just getting their panties in a knot and liking the syrup some dish about good old Madonna. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this the same as saying, like, we didn't break up, we we consciously uncoupled? I mean, it's the same thing. They're not working together anymore, right? Like, if, if things were going well... They would be continuing to work together. So this is a six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. I mean, I, for me, it's like if someone writes a screenplay and people are brought in to do rewrites, that's one thing. But if someone is fired, fired. And, and then re and then they have to hire someone else, is the old script gonna be thrown out, or it just is there depends. Be a new one? Well, it all depends how ugly the shoes are of um, the person. Um, did you see? Did you see, Did you catch? You remember that when she uh, told her she had ugly shoes? Right. Yes. But I mean, like for example, Nadia, ask your friend Cher. Yeah. Did this kind of thing yes. happen in burlesque? Well, actually, I do have some real G from behind the scenes. <laughs> Because I did know someone, um, a friend of mine worked on the film as an art director, and um, I was told that, you know, Christina Aguilera was just terrible. I won't mince words. (laughs) And I had to have a little talk with her in my trailer and say, like, if you're not nice and you're not cool, you know, people are not going to want to work with you, Madonna. (laughs) <laughs> I honestly think that Diablo, she was meant to turn in a first draft and she probably was like, I'll, I'll get her, I'll get her to first base and Madonna can, she can round the bases with somebody else if need be, but she probably just got paid. And then she was like, 
Oh, she's working on the Powerpuff movie, the Powerpuff Girls movie. Oh, great. Wait a minute. So you think that this was already, this was like uh, predestined, that this was as far as she was going to go? No, I disagree. I disagree. I'm working as I work punch up on screenplays. Okay. I'm working on one right now. Is it the Madonna movie? No, it is not. Oh, okay. It does have a gay theme, though. You involved with a gay-themed movie? Shocking. Um, (laughs) That's so off-brand for you. (laughs) Uh, You don't listen. This cannot. This is what I think happened. Madonna likes to has difficulty not relinquishing control over things. Okay. And I, I, that's what makes her great is she controls every element Mm -hmm. or has of her entire career. However, being a writer is takes years and years of work. It's not all about drinking lots of wine. Number one. Rosé. And it's not about wearing the right dominatrix outfit or like arranging the (laughs) cards in a certain way. Uh, It is, it's, it's a craft and it takes many years. And also listen, I find it, uh, I don't just, you know, in my act, I'm not just Madonna, I'm myself. And for many years, I it's very difficult to be critical and have a third eye about yourself, especially sure. when you've created mm-hmm. a persona. I mean, as Madonna, there's Louis, you know, there's Madonna, the civilian. And then there's the Madonna, the creation of Andy Warhol that she has created, that we've all taken, that we all own a piece of, okay? And how mm-hmm. could you ever be impartial when like someone maybe didn't want to paint you in the best light and show you to be a little more vulnerable than mm-hmm. you'd like? And it's not a condemnation. I just think it must was, must have been very hard. And I really could see, I could really see like Diavolo writing something and then Madonna going, oh, wouldn't it be funnier if this happened? And then how do you also, it's like you're talking to Madonna and she has hired you and it's her life. Yeah. Like you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. The whole thing is diabolical. I mean, I have my own conspiracy theory. I think that when... Diablo was gifted her bo- her bottle of Madame X perfume. She took one whiff of it and said, I got to get the fuck out of here. Um, you know, and, and I'm saying this that. This is it. This uh, is all I'm getting. This is all I'm a getting. A cheap bottle of perfume. <laughs> and, and I'm saying this not knowing what it smells like. In fact, I don't, no one has ever told us what it smelled like. Did anyone buy it? Is it? I think, no, Ooh, I think I'm somebody curious. did. I think, I think one of our listeners chimed in and said it smells like, um, <laughs> Patchouli. I think there was nodes of patchouli and okay. citrus. Um, I think it smelled like summer rain. Feather boa off off of a drag queen oh, after a marabou. after a, after oh. a pride parade. Mm-hmm. Something you oh, know. Some ball sweat mingled in there. <laughs> okay, okay. Like you right. like you lived. It's basically it basically smells like you've lived a life. I like it. I'm curious. I'm yeah. curious. I'm uh, so sure yeah, if anyone delightful. if anyone can tell me what it really smells like, slide into my DMs and tell me all about it. We will see. I'm I'm assuming there is no way this movie is not going to get dragged across the finish line. You know, some oh people are, are yeah. hypothesizing that this is the downfall, the movie's over, and I'm just like, hell no. Madonna is going to no. make sure that this movie happens by hook or by crook. Universal Studios has probably already sunk a ton of cash into this, mm-hmm. and they oh, want... Yeah. They want a Rocket Man. They want a Bohemian Rhapsody. This is going to happen, people. Don't worry. It might take a couple years. Yes. Oh, 
Um, oh, it's going to happen. Some, somebody had mentioned to me, I'm sorry, we're, we're jumping. Madonna is looking so beautiful these days. Is it possible that she could play herself in the movie? <laughs> oh, gosh, no. Um, you know, I'm going to put on... Maybe a- the older version, maybe if it goes, flashes forward to the present, that would be interesting. That would could be interesting, but I was envisioning it I like think it's best. Madonna starts the movie and you know, I have a tale to tell, and then it fades into the <laughs> <laughs> into the eighties. <laughs> nah, yeah. But um, but guys, back to this week. Nadia, can you say this week in Jaconi for us? We we need a we need a female voice of this week in Jaconi. <laughs> right. Are you ready? Let's dive into this week in Chicago. See, I get what I want. <laughs> yeah, so this lady's been biz- busy with her Instagram. Someone take her phone. To, to set the scene for those people, in case people are not listening to this as, as it comes out, Madonna this past week has gifted us with three amazing photo shoots. One of them looked like it was an actual photo shoot with her, with her social media guy, Ricardo, who's doing a bang-up job. He's... He, He's photographing her and getting amazing photographs. The other two looked like legit just Madonna in front of a ring light in her bathroom with doing some selfies. Either which way, right. the the first one of her in her barely there underwear created a simmering stir. And then the other two, yeah. she was serving up really? this long, straight 1995... Madonna at the Brit Awards hairstyle, and she's looking fucking fierce. Nadia, go. And she's tongue kissing her young boyfriend and smoking weed. Now, (laughs) all right, let's start from the beginning. First, we need to discuss that Lola is on Instagram. And the first thing I saw, now listen, when I see is she, Lola- Is she cursing you out? Are you, no, are you no. leaving comments and she's cursing you out? <laughs> About wild dick? No. <laughs> I, um, Lola looks gorgeous, but mm. again, she's also emulating sort of the look du jour, which is sort of like a Cardi B kind of a thing. Um, but when I first saw the images- Lots of lip. There's yes. lots of lip going yes. on. I, I yes. feel very inadequate. Tony, you've got a lip. Nadia, you've got beautiful lips. Oh, thank you. I do not. I've got, I've got a little pencil lip. I need I need like some plumping. No, no, no please. We, we know we, we see we what happens when people do that. Just stick yes. with what you got. Well, okay. First of all, th- this is what I find fascinating. Okay, so the first photo shoot, she's in her bra and underwear and like a kind of like a bondage hat, like a leather daddy hat, mm-hmm. which I really enjoy. Erotic, erotic. And this is what the reason I love Madonna is that uh, at she, first of all, anyone, J Lo, Gwen Stefani, none of them would be expressing themselves eff- so effortlessly. In their sexualized, uh, sophisticated way, if it were not for Madonna. Right. Uh, every woman in any generation is a pioneer. Uh, I don't know if you watch Downton Abbey, but Lady Edith. Oh, quite, quite, okay. quite, quite. Okay. 
Anytime as a woman you doubt that this is true, you just refer to Lady Edith, who at the age of 30, her life was over. She had a child out of wedlock. That was it. Okay. And, and I find what I find fascinating, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm never shocked when the patriarchy or the, the straight powers that be wag their finger at Madonna and tell her to go live in a cave because she's a certain Mm -hmm. age and she should not be sexual. But what I find fascinating is the reaction of allies or like some of my closest friends who love her, which again, just spells out the thesis. If you're a woman, you can't fucking win. You just can't win. My, one of my gay friends was like, oh, rolling his eyes um, and was very upset. He said, she's trying so hard. Why is she being so desperate? She has a 40 year old career. Why does she have to do this? She's competing with Lola. Okay. The Lola thing, I don't think is completely out of range. However, this is why we love her. She yeah. is constantly saying, <laughs> right. when is it too old to not be sexualized? But so what is in the mind of these gay men who support her and love her and yet are ash- are ashamed of her. And I just want to quickly go by bullet point and then we yes. can go back. Okay. Yes, those, please, pi- yes. those pictures hit the airwaves. Everyone freaks out and she goes, oh yeah, you don't like that bitch. Well, here's me looking even more like Lola's Instagram with my grills and my beautiful hair. And I'm going to with my 20 year old boyfriend and I'm going to smoke weed, bitch. You don't like it, bitch. Have some of this, bitch. And so I was just clap, 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 clap. You Mm -hmm. go, Madonna. You do it. However, this is just my end button and then we can go back. I wrote for Joan Rivers, okay? So I would sit at a table with Joan Rivers and pitch jokes. Mm -hmm. I sit right next to her. And I would love what I would love about her, the many things I love, like she was always staying like current. Like she came in with like blue nails, or she'd have like, like I did in my midlife crisis, my pink tips, which I don't think you see. Uh, (laughs) But also her face, like, you know, as a certain age where you should have some lines in your face, like it was a, it was, uh, it was scary up mm-hmm. close. And, and, you know, I do look at these pictures of Madonna and sometimes I wish there was just, I wish she were doing for sexuality, what she was doing for age and just a little bit, it just would have been so truly punk rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has one. I don't care. Everyone used to say oh, she's not the most beautiful, not the best singer, not the best dancer. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. She's one of the most gorgeous women, I think, that there ever was. Would have been nice to maybe see what that face could have looked like. I know. And listen, she's a victim to it. Like, I think, you know, Cher once said, and believe me, I'm going to shut up in a minute. Cher once said, <laughs> Sharon once said, the longer I look good, the better gay men feel. She's so right. And it's the same thing with Madonna. There's mm-hmm. so much pressure. So I'm not beating up on her. I'm just saying. So that is my summation. So <laughs> we can I just had to get it out. Okay? Take a drink, Nadia. Woo! Take a drink. She welcome to church, ladies and gentlemen. So what do you have to say, guys? What is your what are your thoughts on any of that this week? The 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 the, the, the shade from allies. Can you tell me why, as gay men, 
Love Madonna. What was your reaction to the photos? I mean, me I can't the- I can't ascribe motives to other people. I, I don't read minds, but I I don't she's not she's not heated. Well, the thing is, is that she's doing these things, but she's not really giving a, a reason. Not that there needs to be a reason, but what, I mean, are you just getting everybody at your house at 10 o'clock in the morning to get hair and makeup and start a shoot and then let's do another one tomorrow? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I wish that there were, there were more of a, um, there were more of a rhyme or reason for, for these photo shoots, you know, I mean. Is it well, it's her Instagram is her business. If I was the, as wealthy as Madonna and I had all those people at, on retainer, I would, on a regular Friday night, I would hell. I'd invite people over. I'd be like, bring some outfits, do some hair, do some lip, and take some pictures. Why? Just because, bitch. You know, like, I wouldn't yeah. care. I just want it. I know, guys. No, I'm no. all for it. No, but listen. But what about the shade from, did you witness any gay men who were hurt on her oh. team giving her shade about being sexual? I found it very interesting. There were three photos in the underwear shoot. My friend took issue with the third. The one where it was, it was like made- the lighting was slightly well, overhead and there was yeah. a bit more shadows on her face. And it, it, yeah. was, it wasn't as like fully lit as I think some of the other ones like her face wasn't as blown out like it did show a little bit more well I think you and I even messaged about it and I said yes yeah the the third one could have been left off because I do I think we want her to look we as Madonna fans are I think expecting her to look flawless all the time and if she doesn't look flawless all the time, then we take her to task for some reason. And I don't know why everyone, nobody's taking fucking Iggy Pop to task for looking. I mean, he looks like he was run through a dishwasher that got run over by a 16 wheeler that got blown up. You know, I mean, Iggy Pop is so weathered and so haggard. Well, men and, and women. Exactly. You know, it's like, it's such a double standard. Yeah. Listen, Britney Spears, Justin Timberlake. Okay. Uh, Britney Spears, Mm. when you're a child star and you become a woman, you have to just write pretty much have a whole uh, ritual where you're saying it's okay to jack off to me, guys. I'm going to come out with a snake. Uh, Miley Cyrus is going to be like, you know, right. (laughs) But uh, what does Justin Timberlake do to become a man? Put on a suit and stand in front of a big orchestra. He's a man. That's his bar mitzvah. Okay. Everything's a double standard, but with women, I I think the third image was supposed to be like the us weekly things where like stars, they're just like you. They go food shopping. Hers were Mm -hmm. like stars. They're just like you. I'm like, it was like pretending she didn't know what she was doing. It was like for kind of verite. (laughs) It was sort of like, I know this isn't perfectly perfect. But this is me admitting that I'm human. I don't know. That's what I got from. But you still haven't answered the question. You guys have still. You are evading the question. Well, I'm I'm trying to, but you guys keep cutting me off. I know. I can't (laughs) shut up. All right, go, go, Tony. Go, go. Well, you know, I I had someone uh, talk to me about, you know, because as I've mentioned before, I'm a Madonna concierge service. So whenever she does anything, (laughs) people have to contact me and talk to me about it. So this time it was, uh, oh, she's just become Mae West. And then I thought about that and I'm like, well, 
Mae West was known for being uh, a celebrated wit, a writer. Um, you know, she was a performer who used sex in her act in her entire career. This woman died yes. in her late 90s. And a few years before she died, she had done a movie, a sex farce called Sextet. So if people are comparing Madonna to Mae West, then I think that's a pretty right on uh, comparison. I'm not saying yes. they look alike, but they are women that refuse. They're blonde. Yeah, they're blonde. And they, you know, they looked similar on the single cover of the secret uh, CD single, but that's another story. <laughs> and I just watched her documentary. But Mae West, it's funny. I watched the Tina documentary and the Mae West documentary. Yeah, the Mae West night. one is amazing. And yeah. it was, and so much like Madonna, yeah. and unbelievably so, that the amount of uh, power she wielded, even in the studio system, mm -hmm. with making us unbelievable but yes but go back yeah so and, and the older you had someone in your life yeah ahead, and, and you know we... they're and unfairly comparing her to or you know trying to insult madonna by unfairly comparing her to may west and finally I turned, I, but why is that an insult well you though? know com, you know like oh look at her she's starting to look like old may west and that's when i was like well you know what i never really looked at may west as far as like she was this great conventional beauty but what she brought to the table for 100 years of her life was out of, you know, it was legendary. So if that's what mm -hmm. we're comparing her to, then then I think that, yeah, Madonna is turning into Mae West. I don't know if she looks like Mae West. I'm not going to say that. Who cares but, what she, yeah, no. Yeah. I, she liberated people's sex. She said she took shame away from sex. Exactly. She, she said that you can, that your sexuality yeah. as a woman empowers you. And that mm. boy toy is wink, wink, because mm -hmm. I'm nobody's toy. You yeah. can say that, but I, th I mean, I'd be, I'd be honored to be compared to, to, May West. Yeah. And, you know, to go back oh to what God. I was saying earlier, like, why is she doing all this? What's the point? And the only reason I say that is because um, uh, Miss, the Madame X tour film needs to be delivered. Um, the client is waiting for the deliverables. Like, Tony where is, is it? so anxious for this DVD. He just wants to put that era to bed. <laughs> I hate loose ends. I hate loose ends. It's coming, yeah. Tony. You know it's coming. She's just, she's probably... She's, it's probably finally finished, and now they're just trying to find a distributor and to get um, the marketing plan together, probably by fall. We must be taking the scenic route. Yes, yes. well, it'll it'll arrive. We've seen no. all the backs to the back. We've seen everybody sitting with her, going, "Oh my god, it's so brilliant! Oh my god!" It's well, so and who great. knows? Maybe some of these photo shoots that she's doing are for marketing materials for the Madame X rollout. Who knows? Listen, you know? we, I mean, no one needs to have a reason. Why does Gwen Stefani do it or J-Lo or anybody or the Kardashians who she <laughs> follows all of them? I looked, I was like, oh, she follows every Kylie and all of them. Um, it, it's, no, it's part Nadia, of their business. It's part of her business. And I don't take issue with it. Well, like, Nadia, I, to answer yeah. your, uh, my exposure to the Madonna fallout of those selfies, yes. I, I go on Twitter and there was outrage. There was joyfulness. There was elation. Um, it ran the gamut in terms of the responses to that. I think a lot of people think Madonna is too old to be doing what she's doing, but back in when was Girly Show, 1993? I mean, when she was doing Girly Show, they were calling her Granny Donna. I mean, she's been getting, you know, trashed for her age and her antics for 
far too long and it's just ridiculous. Personally, I didn't have anyone ring me up and say she should put her clothes back on. But I think everyone thinks that, you know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, 62 year olds in general shouldn't be doing this. But in 20 years, when, you know, we look back, we'll be like, fuck yeah, good for you, Madonna, for being 62. I hope at 62, I feel that confident in my body to want to put myself half naked. Now, I'm sure nobody's going to want to see it, but I want to be able to like say, who gives a shit if what people think of myself at 62, putting my half naked body on Instagram? You know, like if I want to do it, I should do yeah. it. There, w- there was a very interesting reaction in the Irish press, uh, which even kind of blew me oh. away due to these photos. Because, uh, you know, eagle-eyed Irish um, Madonna fans noticed that in the bathroom, in the background, there was an Irish product called Pseudocram. It's an antiseptic health uh, balm or something like that. But anyway, while all, you know... solve Yeah, so while, you know, while everyone else is talking about her appearance and, you know, how inappropriate it all is, you know, the Irish people were just happy to be represented in Madonna's bathroom. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Look, we're on our shelf. Thank God. No, we've, been, there were, we've been waiting for this product placement for years. There were articles in two Irish newspapers, and I was like, oh, they're so cute. I love the Irish. <laughs> I know. I want to go to Ireland so badly. Mm-hmm. It looks seems so I want to go there. beyond the borders of New York City. Oh, so that, I'd be, just be happy with that. I know. You oh, know? my like, God. I think I've got like a four-block radius that I've been traveling. I've worn a path from my apartment to the gym to the grocery store and, the, and back. You know, I know. But I am um, fully vaccinated. So Me too. And the, the awesome. CDC Me just three. cleared us to travel. So I, yes. I think it's a road trip to L.A. Woo-woo. I would love to see you. Um, Nadia, tell us about what... Yeah. Oh, yeah. but Go ahead. Just real quick. I just wanted to, uh, you know, check in with you. So what what does this mean for your uh, performing? My act. For your act. Your act. (laughs) My act. Um, Madonna, it's... To me, it's the same. I mean, she's, you know... uh, You know, I think I spoke with you last time we talked that I had had, you know... I uh, had growing pains with, with uh, doing the Madonna impression. Mm-hmm. It's just one of many. And that, you know, and one of my concerns was like, comedy has to be cruel yeah. and that I don't find it rewarding to be cruel. Um, I guess what it means for me is that it's more fun for me to make jokes about it, yeah. that I can actually be an ally for her, that yeah. I can tell people to sort of fuck off, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, Um, I don't know. I, it's, uh, this is a little off topic, but I watched also the Woody Allen, uh, Mia Farrow documentary on HBO. Oh yeah. And I have to say, not only- I gotta get on these documentaries. I I, I haven't seen any of these. Okay. Well, I read the Woody Allen book. Yes. I read the Woody, the book, Woody's book. And there was a woman from the Paris Review who was in the, in the documentary. And she says something that really rung true to me, which was that as a young girl, Woody Allen really had an impression upon her as to why she wanted to be an artist. And I had a similar experience uh, as a young girl watching Annie Hall and Manhattan and going, that's the kind of thing I want to do. And I have to say, I really uh, allowed my love for him 
to cloud my judgment in terms of, I didn't want to believe. You can make watch mm-hmm. the documentary, make up mm-hmm. your own mind, okay? And uh, again, whether, uh, whether Michael Jackson molested those children or not, I will always listen to his music. Whether Woody did it or not, and I believe he did, I will still love his movies because... We wouldn't like any art if we all had to love the artist, obviously, the art versus the artist conversation. Mm-hmm. However, my question to you, and this is also why I love and I'm so honored that I have a gay following, that I have a gay audience, because I get to experience the chivalry and love of gay men that is like gay men love and protect women mm-hmm. and th- your the way gay men will fiercely defend madonna or share any like person it's like they're coming after their mom or mm-hmm. their sister <laughs> or you know and i'm you know i i have been on this the receiving end of that love for which i'm so grateful however we love you i'm gonna ask you a question now finally mm-hmm. as a madonna fan what would Madonna have to do for you to say, I do not support you anymore? Hmm. Tony, you go. Oh, I absolutely know. Um, what would it be? What would it be? As a lifelong devotee of Joan Crawford, um, I would have to say, you know, I remember reading Mommy Dearest and just being horrified and and really depressed, you know, because I mean, what you see in the movie is like a Looney Tunes cartoon compared to like reading the book, you know? So um, I immediately thought I was like, wow, this is totally a deal, deal breaker with anyone I would know personally or, or someone that I've emulated, you know, just harming a child because you're having a bad day or, or whatever. So um, I, I think that if, um, if, 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 you know, this is, I, I would hate, I hate to even say it out loud, but if it if it turned out that Madonna was like beating her children with you know uh, velvet covered hangers, I I would be like or a face massager that looks like a black cock and balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God forbid. But yeah, okay. I mean anything like that would be like oh beating my God. her kids. Okay. You know yes. it would make me okay. throw my dear Jesse import single in the trash. You know I'd be like this is this is no. But that, you know, that that goes along with any of the other, um, you know, deflated icons, as I like to call them. Okay. What about Don't harm children. No harming children. I mean, I'll, yes, I'll go with Tony that that would probably be one of those things where I'd just be like, and we're done. Because unlike you, Nadia, I, I, well, first of all, I watched a little bit of that Michael Jackson documentary. I think I got... 15, 20 minutes into it, I had to stop watching it. It was making me too upset. And I have been unable to listen wow. to Michael Jackson yeah. music ever since. I, I, it has ruined the, I don't know. I, again, I don't know if he no, did it. I get it. If he, if he didn't, I don't know. But the thought that those men say that he did rang more true to me. And I think yeah, because we I don't know his life, it, yeah, his, his life just seems a little too bizarre and too weird. I mean, we thought it was weird when it was happening. And now that they're grown up, I mean, it, it looks even more weird. And I think I, I, it was just so unsettling to me. And I thought, like, I mean, PYT comes on in the, in the grocery store. And I, like, I used to like, have, <laughs> know. you know, spontaneous dance breaks in the, in the frozen food aisle to PYT. And I loved it. And it has stripped the joy from any of his music. I can't listen to it. And I was, 
somebody said Bruno Mars should record, re-record all of Michael Jackson's catalog so we could safely listen to his music again. And I support that. I'm like, no. yes, if Bruno Mars re-records PYT, I'm back on board. I, because as long as it's not Michael Jackson, I don't See, care. See, you know, it's... Okay. But go ahead. But continue. I've so thoughts for, on that, but as, I'm holding back. Go ahead. As, as far as Madonna goes, I think if something salacious like that, where she was like inflicting harm on somebody... Um, it would. It can't be just like a she's a bitch type of thing, or you know she's being no because she's she being is. nasty mm. because we've seen truth or dare. She's not you know a nice I mean? person. Come on. So yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it would have to be something. You know, I, I, maybe if she was a trumper, I'd be like, oh fuck, and then I'd have yes. to like dump her. You know, like yeah. sorry, Madonna, you had your day. Mm-hmm. I had. To- I had to refuse some pretty outstanding dick because they were Trump supporters, and I did it. Oh my Listen, God. You were, Congratulations. You were a strong, I had to unfollow. Strong woman. No, you guys, Thank it you. was bad. I had to unfollow Alana Hamilton Stewart off Instagram because it turned out she was a Trump supporter. And I'm like, where am I going to see these tacky Beverly Hills housewives now? I'm not going to get to see it on her feed anymore. But I have had to unfollow so many hot, <laughs> half naked models on Instagram because they're Trumpers. It's been really upsetting to not see them in my feed anymore telling you guys but i don't know Nadia, it's they just really guys? emotional it's Any really of emotional <laughs> uh yeah no sadly most of them were just basic white guys you know it's just like a six pack's a six okay. pack guys good for you and your steroids but take your trump or self somewhere else nadia one good thing did come out of the this um woody allen documentary uh right in the middle of it airing the this photo suddenly came out. It's all over social media now. I forgot who posted it originally. I think it was Ronan Farrow, but it's a photo of Madonna in costume on backstage yes. on set of Shadows and Fog, the Woody Allen film yes. that she made. Oh, where she played the gypsy. Yeah, with, yeah. Uh, you know, baby Ronan Farrow in her lap. And I'm like, well, I'm glad that this came to light. Yes, you know? yes. No, I think the whole thing, the whole, I'm glad the documentary was made. She should have just taken it, that kid home with her, you know? I watched I watched that whole movie bored to tears waiting for Madonna Madonna. and I was like she comes at the very end she's in it for like no you're wrong she comes in she's in the first three minutes I left I left the theater right after no I thought she was at the end she's in the she's in the first three minutes I must have sat through it thinking she was coming back and she never did she never did revisionist theory see look at that now wait let me ask you a question though. yeah why do you think the gay why do you think gay men that love madonna and are allies go to her concerts spy the music why when they look at that picture of her in the underwear why do they get mad enter the psyche of that fan i want to know why because tell me why guys. I, I think it's because of uh, an uneasy relationship with their mother's sexuality Ooh, talk to me a little Whoa. bit more about that i you want know, to know you, you know you know go deeper most Tony. gay yeah. boys are mom's best friend you know like come on let's go to macy's and look at makeup <laughs> you know yeah okay right. do our nails together exactly. let's have mimosas at brunch honey pull, pull okay. me pull out that lipstick for me while i'm driving you know so you know you grow up as mommy's <laughs> little friend and and then all of a sudden you become a teenager you start to go through your hormones and then you know if your mother's single and she starts dating and you're like why is it smelling like perfume in this house why is she sexy I can't handle it please don't show me that arm I don't want to see exposed arm I don't want to see no mom no arm you you know like 
Okay. Your mother starts wearing, okay, like, wait. you know, like a sleeveless maybe a shirt. An off the shoulder, and for, an off okay. the shoulder chiffon. For a child number. that's too much, you know? Continue, continue, so, um, continue. So it's being confronted with that, that you're just like uneasy, you know, and, and. But it's Madonna. I know, but you know, for a lot of us. She's always like, been sexual. So to her, she's like a mom to you. She's become maternal to me. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This isn't, no. I want, the maternal okay. girl, material girl to maternal okay. girl. Okay. I, I do not view Madonna as my mother. My mother <laughs> is very opposite of Madonna's behavior. So I am very a- easily able to separate the two. Mm. To me, nice. I'm all for it. I, I'm like, Madonna, get your kid off whenever you want. You know, like, who cares? Strip in the bathroom, take a couple selfies. Think? Why, why do you think? Why do I think they get upset guys? by it? Yes, I, I these are fans. That, I think that there is an ageism at play where they, I think if people are shading her, they either are too young and think that old people, older people than themselves should not behave in that way. You know, it's very puritanical views, but they think they should not behave that way over a certain age. Or if it's Mm -hmm. older gay fans who are shading her, you know, yeah. like people, people in their fifties yeah, or sixties, if, if those people are shading her, yeah, I think that they have, maybe it's a, their own egos are bruised. They don't feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. And they are looking at her saying, yeah. I, I don't like that she's doing this because I feel uncomfortable about myself. It's a projection thing. They Right. Maybe yeah. feel uncomfortable. Yeah. They feel too old. They don't feel sexual at 62. And Madonna's doing it saying, um, yeah, fuck yeah, you can be 62 and sexual. Look at me. I'm naked in my bathroom. And that, it, it scares them a little bit. And they they back away. And the, it's like putting an animal in a corner. You know, they just start like, they start jabbing at it. And that's, they're, they're, they're releasing their inner anger about their own insecurities at Madonna. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I, I hear, I hear. It still surprises me when it happens, though. Like I, I'm always surprised from fans. Like I said, the moral majority or the patriarchy, of course, they're all gonna mm-hmm. say shit, the same shit. But when it's people on our side of the fence, yeah. it's always so curious to me that I'm just so fascinated with why. Yeah, you know that it, it's just so interesting to me. I mean, you know, I, I'm guilty of that. I can be snarky and critical, but it's only because I want her to focus on finishing the tour film. If, <laughs> if, if the Madame X tour film was not hanging over my head, I would say, take off your clothes and just do OnlyFans, you know? Like, go for it. Right. Like, the kids don't have to see it, but please finish your previous project and then we can talk about being sexy over 60, you know? Can we talk about a little bit with something that's happening in her voice when she speaks? What is happening? Is it in this liners or what is it? She's got the grills on. She's got the grills on. No, it's not only when she has the grills. It's not just the grills. It is is an affectation. It is an affectation. Listen, (laughs) that's why I love Madonna. Once again... She's not fearless. She's fucking terrified, but she acts in spite of her fear. Mm -hmm. And that inspires me. 
but I don't know where this thing in the voice comes. <laughs> it's definitely put on. I it's definitely put what, on. Because you know there are interviews that she does, and sometimes it's there and sometimes it's yeah. not. Now, I don't know if it's meant to sound like – I mean, I have a very, you know, street – you know, like non-wealthy sounding voice or whatever, but you can put on a bit of an airs to it. If I wanted to yeah. sound like that and, and dot my T's and cross my eyes, I could sound very, very upper crust, but I don't. I sound like street trash roaming around the East Village, no, you know? You it's- so is this Madonna's ver- new version of her British accent now that she's... Yes. Well, it is... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Listen, and I get it. She is very smart. She's very well read. Mm -hmm. And her image, though, is like as this pop confection. And so I think there's always this desire to be loved and to fit in and let Mm -hmm. people know I'm not just this one thing. And it's actually when people just like say, know me for Madonna, I'm always like, well, that's not all that I am. Like, I, and I, I am, um, like I have so many friends who are drag queens and impersonators. Like I'm not an impersonator. I'm a comedian that does different characters. Um, but I think with Madonna, that's, I think, you know, I don't know. It's also, she lost her mother, right? Mm -hmm. She was very young and there's, it's like Marilyn. They said, Marilyn, when she looked at the camera, the reason we fell in love with her is that she was like this orphan yeah. that was wanting to be loved. Mm-hmm. And I, we see that with Madonna too, this desire to be loved, you know, by the public. Yeah. And I think sometimes the voice is really, <laughs> it is to me like, it should be taken seriously as an artist. I just yeah. wish... That she knew that, like, you know, when her her voice, when you, I, I mean, it's gone through so many different registers. The, the, it's almost kind of squeaky, kind of the way my voice is. It's weird, like the younger voice. Um, well, she used to have a Brooklyn accent, know. even though she was from Michigan. So, a little bit. You know. Yeah, she's like Zelig. I don't know if you yep. saw the movie Zelig with mm-hmm. Woody Allen, which is a fu- work of art. Did you see it? Oh, yeah. That's the Did one where he's a chameleon no, no. and there's amazing archival footage. Yeah. It's a it's a fake documentary, mm-hmm. and it's basically I think it's an homage. When mm-hmm. did homage become homage to, um, <laughs> to when Madonna Emma. started speaking with an accent? That's exactly. when exactly. I invented everything. Um, <laughs> when um, I, it's it's like the immigrant experience, but it's basically we all do it. Mm-hmm. I remember ordering a falafel with grape leaves in New York once, and my friend looked at me and she's like, "Why did you say grape leaves?" And I yeah. was like, "Because we all." connect we all want to be loved and so in the movie it was this guy whoever he talked to mm-hmm. he would become the yeah. person he was talking to a chinese old man he would morph physically into and and scientists were studying him it's a pretty great movie oh, wow. me, yeah, me is in it yeah but madonna's like that too she's yeah. an artist so she wants to be loved and to fit in and to morph. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. You know, she gets accused of appropriating cultures and personas and all that, and I don't think she's doing that. I think it's it's much like Cindy Sherman. She's just becoming part of the landscape and standing out within that realm. Agreed. Yep. You know, I, I grew up in Philadelphia, and I definitely had a Northeast Philadelphia accent. Oh, you know, home, such a good one. Oh, I love uh, it. Uh, I, I, okay. Can I get a glass of water? Can, can I get a glass water. of water? And yeah. when I went to school, when I went to college in New York, 
And I said, can I, can I get a glass of water? The waitress looked at me like, what? What do you want? And I realized I have to stop saying water because it will like identify me way too much and make me seem like a hick. And so I started saying water. And now I will go home. Yeah. My little nieces and nephews, they're all like, mommy water, mommy water. And I'm like, oh, it, it, the cycle is perpetuating itself. But I think Madonna's, you know, She's come from Detroit and she wants to sound a bit more, I don't know if wealthy or regal is the worldly. word, but worldly, worldly. right? Yes. Not, not so well, pinpoint, not so pinpoint her to, to, you know, because she has, she's lived all over the world. She's traveled all over the world millions of times. I mean, just listen yeah. to Extreme Occident. She'll tell you exactly what she means. <laughs> but um, speaking of accents, you know, left. she uh, will be speaking her uh, New York accent because she's back in Manhattan, right, Stefan? <gasps> I was so yeah, excited to see that she's she back. Is. Currently, I think she was in New York to do a couple bathroom selfies, and now she's out of the Hamptons, uh, letting her children ride their horses, um, you know, probably just taking in some fresh air for Easter. You know, you've got to go out to the Hamptons for Easter. It's very, it's very posh. Well, where are you going to hunt for Easter eggs in New York City? How crass. No, we're going to go to the estate in the South Hamptons Mm -hmm. and we're going to hunt for Easter Mm, eggs properly. Those free range eggs. I know. I hope that there's a mobile (laughs) editing suite at uh, the Bridge Hampton estate because you can't just spend (laughs) your entire day on a horse, you know? Listen, I, um... I, getting back to that idea about appropriation, it's like a, it's celebration. Mm-hmm. It, listen, it's a, you know, RuPaul said we should use all the, the crayons in the coloring yeah. book. And, you know, I I should be able to wear a dashiki. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a difference between me wearing a dashiki and blackface. Like, we, you know... It's that's a confounding one because I believe it's a celebration of, of culture and things. It's not that you are uh, appropriating it, uh, but you have to do it on a case by case basis. I came into this recently with the expression "spirit animal," mm-hmm. okay, which is a native term. However, uh, we evolved. We are we you know from the first single cell amoeba in the water. We are related to reptiles and birds and. Uh, we have animal, we, they are, they're part of us. Okay. And so every human being can feel an affinity and a love for an animal and have a spirit animal. It's to use that expression, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a difference between using the expression and not saying that only native Americans can have this very sacred connection Mm -hmm. with all animals. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I, so I don't know, right now we're focusing on language because we have to have these difficult conversations and mm-hmm. we need to all become more aware. But I hate when it's like wasted time. If someone's wearing grills or a dashiki or a, using a term lovingly and respectfully, you know? I mean, remember so, when Madonna was wearing saris and painting her face? That was yeah. gorgeous. She looked so Ooh. good. <laughs> when Stefani did yeah. it, when she was, right? She you wore know, a bindi for a like bindi. the first half of her career. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't Cancel know. that, it's, America. Oh. Uh, question. <laughs> I am just, when do you think the moment will be? There is going to be an uh, event mm-hmm. that will happen in our lives. We don't know when it's going to happen. Are you prepared? Oh, for I the don't day like where this question's going. I don't like when, it. When Lola goes blonde. Oh. <gasps> 
<gasps> oh, I'd be yes. so on board with that. But okay. you know, I you see know that. it's going to be a while before she does that. I thought you were talking. We may have to wait years. We may yeah. have to wait years. I'm prepared for that. With a perfectly placed mole. You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is going to be yeah. such a moment. And I'm glad it elicited the gasps that I wanted because I feel the same level of excitement. She needs to whip out that blonde hair right when Madonna's movie hits the hits the theaters. Like <gasps> she shows up at the premiere with blonde hair and steals the moment oh, from wait, her mother. Stop, oh my God. stop, stop. What about what about her playing? What about her playing Madonna? No, 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 no. She's... What about Lola playing Madonna? No, no. She's she's not she, no. she can barely speak. I like the finger. I appreciate the finger. <laughs> no, 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 but what <laughs> I'm gonna say it's gonna be before I forget. It's but like it's gonna Go be ahead. it's gonna be like that scene in Soap Dish. Lola's gonna come down this like circular staircase and she's gonna turn with that blonde hair and go, Hello, mother. And Madonna's gonna look <laughs> at her and be like, No. No, no. <laughs> you go upstairs. You go march right up back up there. You have really done it now. I'm so, get the cameras off of her. They're supposed to be on me. This is my fucking movie. It's gonna be. Major, Can you imagine you know that would be a moment? But Nadia, I she thought she would be cut out of the will if she did that. If she showed up at the movie premiere with blonde hair, and Madonna didn't know. I thought that the over. event that you were referring to, which is also yeah. another event that people are going to be uh, desperately awaiting, desperately seeking is the day that either Rocco or Lourdes shows up at Mother's door and says, you're going to be a grandmother. Uh, uh, I think she's going to be into that. Yeah, I think she'll be into it too, mm-hmm. but I think the world is going to have an opinion about it, you know? Granny Donna. Yeah. Oh, you're okay. So now you're saying that once she's a grandma, then she won't be able to be as sexual. Oh, she, I, I mean, I, I yeah. hope so because uh, Anne Margaret was a grandmother or is a grandmother, listen, and look at how gorgeous just, that woman is. Joan Collins is a grandmother. Just, <laughs> listen, it just means you spread your legs and you gave birth to someone who spread their legs. Exactly. But, you know, I mean, that's what I'm saying is that we're going to get that unfortunate narrative, you know, that a woman... Babies a, make very cute props and photo yeah, shoots. Yeah, I mean, a, a woman is, you know, experiencing a rite of passage, but the world is going to spin it into something negative and embarrassing, you know? Yes. Mm, okay. I thought you were going to say, are we prepared for the day Madonna dies? Oh, I, I, I thought we were going to get heavy with us you, because I don't me, know let, if I'm ready for let that. Let me tell you something. This is one of the most obnoxious things. We've all thought about it. One of the most obnoxious things that I've ever experienced. I was at a gay bar in Dallas in like 1991 or two. I was in town for the weekend for a Garth Brooks concert. Don't judge me. Oh, dear. Okay. So okay. I'm, I'm at this gay bar. and This then, is a rough moment, Tony. I know. <laughs> And it's like it's like late, like one thirty two in the morning, and they have one of those like cheap um you know um LED signs, you know, that says like ninety nine cent drinks at midnight or whatever. And then all of a sudden it said at one twenty five AM Madonna died. And every you know, and this is nineteen ninety one because no one has phones, you know, there's one payphone in the girls' room and the drag queen's using it. And it was just like, I'm looking around and I was like, is this true? How do we know? And, you know? I was, of course, the only queen in the bar that was like, war, you know, trying to solve a crime, you know, but um, don't do that, you know? And since no. then, I don't, I haven't no. thought about that because I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't want to think about that. I think the other reason it comes to my mind occasionally is when we have one of those other icons pass away, like George Michael, Whitney Houston, Prince. Prince. Whenever any of those those gravity icons from the 80s when Madonna became 
just as big mm-hmm. as one of those. I think whenever any of those people pass away, it, is, it always rings to me like, okay, is Madonna safe? Is she is she going to be around with us for that long? I think is I she going to so. do a tribute? I like to think so. I, I always try to prepare myself for that sadness that's going to come because. For me, it's great that we will have her legacy. I mean, we will be able to look back on her films and her videos and her interviews and listen to her music until we eventually cross over. But I think what will be most sad for me is that she won't be there to create new music. Like the thing I, one of the greatest joys in life for me, regardless of how it turns out, is being able to hear a new Madonna album for the very first time. I love that experience. Mm-hmm. I love that joy of being treated to fresh Madonna music that she's been working on. And I think when she passes away to know that we, yeah, we might get some unreleased demos or B sides or unreleased music that she was working on from years past, but it will never be something. But if you're new. a Madonna fan, you've already heard it. <laughs> right. But yeah, yeah, it'll be, it'll be tough. You know, like, I mean, it's tough when anyone goes, honestly, you know, Will you be happy? Would you be happy if Madonna's next show were more like a Sandra Bernhardt show? Because that's what I want to see. Yeah, that's what I, I want to see, see her come out and not like Tears of a Clown. She's got to dress like a clown and ride around on a tricycle and all this stuff. I want her to come out, sit down, look hot you know, in her own casual hot way, not have to do any singing or dance, not to do any dancing and talk and be real and share anecdotes, a- a- anecdotes and like play, be play unplugged mm-hmm. and just talk. Like that is the show I would love to see. It's probably never going to happen, but give it, give it 20 years. Yeah. I have a feeling we will not get a, a show like that from Madonna right now. But, you know, when she's too old to want to dance and sing, maybe in like when she's well, 80, she's not I could really dancing. She's sort of doing the electric slide now. Yeah. I mean, she the human nature in the show, she did get into her cool shapes and all of that. Maybe it was the hip. Her hip was, her hip was bothering her. Now yes. that she's the bionic woman, she's bringing back those deep knee squats in the next show. You watch. So, listen, I see the resistance, guys. I feel this gay resistance. No, no, no. I don't no. know. Nadia, I, I... It's tough. It's tough. I, I love your idea, and that's what I wanted to see most... You know, with Madame X, I wanted it to be more of a cabaret experience, but now I think... There could be a good hybrid of that if she took some elements from Moulin Rouge, Folie Berger, uh, Crazy Horse in Paris with like the light show and the naked girls. And she doesn't have to do a lot of dancing. She could just move through, a, you know, cut a swath through these like gorgeous topless <laughs> girls, you know, <laughs> and gyrations and costumes and glitter and a silver moon. That's what I want to see. But I'm you, down I, for that. I want to hear, I want her to be confessional in mm-hmm. a way she's never been, like really vulnerable and confessional. And I don't know if we'll ever see that from her. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if she can be. But that's, I know, but when I said that to my other gay friends, they were like, no, I want to, she has to sing and she has to dance. And <laughs> I don't know. I guess I want to know the Madonna behind the Madonna. Like I want her to like, shed that layer. And, and maybe that's also me projecting like in my work, like mm-hmm. I want to go more into exploring different things about like 
my point of view rather than just through these other women. Yeah. Because really what I do and what she does, she happens to be that person, but it's an, it's an image. Yeah. It's, it's an idea. It's not exactly true to who she is, you know? You don't wake up mm-hmm. in the morning thinking about your papa not preaching and, you know, or... Well, Cher once said, Cher once said, you know, sometimes I wake up and I don't want to be Cher. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, like she doesn't want to be that thing. She just wants to like be a normal person. Go to the grocery store, Mm -hmm. buy some avocados, have some dip. As I like to say, wander the aisles of Trader Joe's horny and afraid to make eye contact <laughs> like the rest of you slobs. <laughs> well, didn't you didn't you say that in your 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 sketch with Juan Pablo? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that was so fun. Did you oh, how much do you love? Oh him? yeah, I love please. Him. Uh, Juan Pablo, he's so great. We love I mean, you're to like, him. he's gorgeous, mm-hmm. he's talented, and then you're like, he's gonna be a dick. And then you're like, what? You are the sweet, and, and you know when people are sweet and it's like, you're pretending to be sweet. Oh, he's not. He, he, <laughs> no, he is so nice and kind. And I just, uh He is a charming him. Latin gentleman of distinction. I was like so impressed yes. with him. And I, I, I want to see him play Desi Arnaz. Don't you Ooh, think? Oh. Uh, yes. Oh, I know we're running out of time, but how do you feel oh, about, no. how do you feel about Nicole Kidman playing Lucille Ball with a face that no longer moves. <laughs> she is beautiful. She yeah. is such a good actress, but, but there was no face work back in Lucille yeah, Ball's it, it's, time. It's the same reaction I had when it was announced that she would be playing Samantha in Bewitched. I'm like, great actress, wrong vehicle. Can't move her nose. Can't move her nose. Well, that movie was... That movie was terrible. That that was not the Bewitched movie. We yeah. we deserve a reboot of that because it was it was just not a good version. Although I love the casting of Amy Sedaris as Mrs. Kravitz, my personal icon. <laughs> yes. um, it was a, it Amy. was a missed opportunity. <laughs> totally. Amy can yeah. do no wrong. Yeah. She can do no wrong. And neither can you, Nadia. Shh. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you, guys. That's because you don't you don't date me, and you're not related to me, and that's why you say that. But I'll take it. Stop. Are we not related? I'm. Well, I'm sure we're related somehow. I mean, Nadia. So now that we're coming out of the end of Hellmouth, um, hopefully we can see you on stage in 2021. Maybe. Yes. Uh, yes, well, my uh, my tour booker, I might do some shows in um, uh, Palm Springs. You know, last year I was going to spend Ooh. the whole, I was going to spend the whole summer pretty much in Provincetown. But here's the deal: this is a <laughs> wonderful thing that's come out of the pan- pandemic, though, is that I really love that I can go live mm-hmm. and communicate, connect with people all over the world. And I don't like people can just tip and they don't have to pay. If you don't have any money, you can still watch. If you do, you can tip. So I think the virtual shows are still here to stay. Mm -hmm. Although I do miss being on stage. Um, You want that applause. The connection, like it it because sweat. Well, dude, especially when you don't record it, it's like, this is this intimate thing Mm -hmm. that's happening. I remember, I'll tell you very quickly, I was doing a play with Mo Collins and uh, who's very funny from Mad TV. So many other very talented people. I did a play two years ago and these, I loved her. I've always been a fan of her and we knew each other peripherally, but we, I got to be in this play with her and 
these, we were sitting backstage. There was so much love and angst about, and we, I turned to her and the rest of the cast. And I was like, do you realize we're just a bunch of primates (laughs) pretending to be other primates in a room full of other primates. Like, like this is what we're choosing to do. And we're all like, rubber baby, bumper bunkers. Like we're all like so scared. And we had so much love. Like it was very moving, but I was like, this is such a weird fucking thing we're doing. Like, but it, that's why it's mm-hmm. so sacred. You know, it's unlike, mm-hmm. I had a, I'll quickly end on this. I had a, a, a theater teacher in college and she said the difference between plays and movies is that a play is something like a house and we re-inhabit it, whether, you, you know, it was from the Greek times and we're doing it now or an actor re-inhabiting it every day, five days in a row. Mm-hmm. And movies are like a fascination with death mm. because we are looking at a moment in time that's frozen. Yeah. When your mm. heart's not open. <laughs> no, but it's a frozen. So that's the thing. Like, yes, in my long-winded answer, I mm-hmm. can't wait to be having like some juicy experience that will only happen one time with a bunch of juicy oh, people. In amazing. A room. If you book Palm Springs, I'm flying out. But seriously, tell yeah, everyone. Seriously, I will come to Palm Springs and yeah. in a heartbeat. Well, I'll be back tell in everyone New York. We I'll can... be at Club Coming. I'll be everywhere. Oh, follow oh, I'll be me there on too. Instagram. Follow me on Instagram yeah. for as for as much I am an internationally adored um, comedian and writer. <laughs> I have really dropped the ball on my uh, my socials. Uh, so I, follow me because I do. I, I've been going live as Madonna. I'm going to do it again. I've been going live as Cher. Your Instagram lives with Selene every Wednesday. Every are Wednesday, so good. Thank you. And I'm thinking of doing many more things live on my Instagram. So go follow N-A-D-Y-A-G-I-N-S-B-U-R-G like Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And I, and I hope to see you all there. (laughs) Awesome. Wow. This was really fun. We went over a little bit, but I could talk to you all night. Thank you, Nadia. I seriously, I could, we could just keep chatting and chatting and chatting, but yeah. um, Nadia, thank you for joining us for a very, introspective heartfelt conversation i think people are gonna love it um they're gonna they're gonna love you i think it's a place where we're all kind of at right now we've been here for a year in our minds and it's like all right this is how i feel now let's go out back into the world you know yes Mm -hmm. reborn so true everyone thank you for listening (laughs) thank you for listening to us here at mlvc we love having you in every week please feel free to drop us a line on twitter or instagram at mlvc podcast um we'll be back again all too soon with some more tony longing for the madame x dvd for (laughs) stefan longing for some madonna disco and nadia just longing. I love it. That's exactly what I was going to say. It was the same thing. I love it. Yes. All right. Well, Nadia longs. I'm going to want and need to see you guys next time. All right. Love you. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye.